Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to your favorite podcast on the internet. She has some cheering going on there. It is the Pondercast. I am your host, Drew Petker. Once again, with my co-host, Perry Walter Siddons. How are we doing today, Perry, on this spooky um, uh, Halloween week? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I was very much going to have a cheesy response, but I'll just say I'm good. Good, good. <laughs> getting cold. Just it had our first getting... snowfall yesterday. Yeah, yeah, snowfall. I was just saying my heater in my basement's really loud, so I apologize in advance to anyone who can hear my my furnace going on. It sounds like it's uh, haunted or something, but Ooh. it's very noisy. <laughs> but tis the season, right? This yes. is the season. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully you uh, listeners have enjoyed the content that's come out in the last couple weeks there. We've been eagerly waiting to produce those ones and finally publish them, so hopefully mm-hmm. you're enjoying those. Hope to bring you some more in the future here, including this episode. Yep, yep. Yeah, how are you doing? Ah, uh, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, yeah. It's... Uh, when I'm actually working full time, it's a lot harder to find time to record than when mm-hmm. I was off on parental leave. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just pick a Tuesday afternoon at two o'clock and record. <laughs> now it's kind of got to plan an evening and a night that works, and kids have to cooperate, and it's busy times. But we find a way. Hey, the show must go on. So yep, here yep. we are. Yes, here we are recording at midnight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well. Our topic this week is Halloween. <laughs> mm, that seems quite fitting, seeing as Halloween's coming up. Yeah. You know, the last two years, we haven't talked about Halloween on the podcast because we've talked about the Reformation. You know, those are two things that happen on the same, like very weird that they happen, that we kind of commemorate on the on the same day. Well, so the Reformation defined by the theses, right? That. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but but yeah, that is so, interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah, and we've probably yeah. <laughs> mostly every other major holiday. I feel like we've hit. But I had I mean, this maybe... idea of doing this episode while I was out delivering flyers, yeah. uh, because I've really noticed this year, especially with with um, delivering flyers, people's Halloween decorations, and I don't know, maybe it's living in the city now. That I noticed more Halloween decorations. Maybe there weren't as many out <laughs> where do, I lived in the middle of nowhere. Do you appreciate a good Halloween decoration or you just hate them? Okay. Some of them are really, really creepy. And like I was driving by this one house. It was dark. And their whole, the the front yard was lit up with like zombie looking, like skeletons, whatever. Like it was very, I'm like. I don't. I don't usually conclude these kind of things. But I was like, "How did they not have a demon living there?" <laughs> so a funny story. My wife, she hates like Halloween decorations, and she, so we saw this creepy one. She's, I absolutely hate Halloween. I hate it. I hate all the decorations. I hate it. Literally, the next words out of her mouth were, "So where are kids going to be for Halloween?" Literally, the next <laughs> sentence. I was like, what? You just said you hate Halloween. Well, yeah, but I dress them up with something cute. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Literally, just like I hate it. What are we gonna dress them up as? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I thought hmm, this might be a good conversation to to ponder about 
Christians and Halloween. Like how how much can or should I mean there's obviously the discussion here about Christian freedom. I grew up with Halloween like participating in Halloween, but you know, we weren't allowed to dress up as anything creepy. It was more like something fun and I really appreciate that. What I think is a good Halloween decoration is like a like a good old jack o' lantern. Something like that. Those you know where those came from, hey? No. The spirit of the lives in the pumpkin through the, the candle. Just I have no idea if that's oh, true or not. That sounds legit. <laughs> yeah, it does. It probably is something originated like that, which actually is the basis of this whole arg- this whole discussion. It's like, yeah, is it, is it is ignorance bliss in some aspect to this the conversation? Like the jack o' lantern. Well, I don't know where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, the thing but... with Halloween is. It's a really weird, it's like, it's weird walking down the street and seeing a skeleton hanging from a tree on a noose. And I think, how is that, how is that an acceptable decoration in our day and age? Like, that's creepy. It's kind of disgusting. It's like, you know, the day after Halloween... That would be considered a hate crime. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. with that, you know, it's it's become this weird celebration of death almost. Or like the creepiness. It's a weird yeah. it's a weird holiday because we in our society because we don't really believe No, this is not true. I was gonna say we don't really be, like as a whole don't believe in a spiritual world. But in a sense, a lot of people do. Like, right. people believe in ghosts and all these kind of things. But overall, we're kind of just a material worldview and yet... Well, people believe in the spiritual realm, but not necessarily that it's a threat or anything or that it's mm. dangerous in many capacities. Most time it's, oh, it's good. It's here to help you. Or, you know what I mean? Like, speaking with the dead and all these kind of things. It's kind of a... I see it as more of a positive than a negative sometimes, I think. But hmm. so the reality, you the harsh were, realities aren't always there. But anyways. You ahead. were saying before we were recording that you listened to something on Halloween, on the origins of Halloween. Yeah, a little bit. Because I think there's a misconception that the origins of Halloween are Saint Hall or All Saints Day and All Hallows Eve. Which yes, are yes. religious in their notation is kind of the idea. But I was digging and doing some research and I realized that Halloween was actually a pagan holiday to begin with. And then the Pope made these other holidays. Mm. I don't remember the Pope's name, but it, the holidays were actually in springtime, but then he moved them to coincide with this day of the dead or the spirituality day mm. or whatever. So the old folklore that's like, oh yeah, they're, it's all saints day, which it is now, but that's not where it originated from. It's not how it kind of came out. So having it being, oh, it was a religious holiday and we corrupted it, kind of doesn't really work in this capacity, but that doesn't interesting. So that's what I always heard, that it was religious to start with, and then we kind of changed it. But I think it was uh, originally a pig. I think I want to say a Celtic tradition or something they were saying. That's what Wikipedia says. <laughs> 
Oh, but this wasn't Wikipedia, so there we go. That's a good confirmation of my... <laughs> no, it was not Wikipedia where I read this, I promise. But uh, <laughs> wait, Wikipedia says it was religious or wasn't? It says that one theory holds that many Halloween traditions were influenced by Celtic harvest festivals, particularly the Gaelic festival Sam, Samhain, which are believed to have pagan roots. Some go further and suggest that this holiday may have been Christianized as All Hallows Day. Yeah. And Hallows is kind of related to souls, saints. Because on November 1st is All Saints Day, and then the day after that is All Souls Day. Does and, the Anglican uh, Church recognize those days? Yes, like, we do. Yeah, we do? Okay. We recognize All Saints Day and All Souls Day. Uh, as you can see, as you can see behind me, Drew, I have my liturgical calendar behind me, and it doesn't say Halloween on the 31st. So oh, it's not weird. a liturgical holiday. <laughs> well, I didn't really expect it to be one, but it is. It's like, it is All Saints Eve. It doesn't say that on there, but that's what it is, technically. Yeah, like Christmas Eve. Yeah, so it is, seems to be related to, like you said, uh, Day of the Dead. That's a common, like, that's a, a holiday in Mexico, in Central America, isn't it? Like, yeah, celebrating the dead, or whatever, commemorating dead. So, there's something to be said about that. There's something about remembering the dead. It's, you know, that's a good thing as Christians and the hope of the resurrection, the hope of Christian life, but yeah, Halloween is not that. that. Yeah, it's not that, I would say. <laughs> so I guess the staple question we're trying to answer here today then is, or discuss today is, should Christians celebrate, observe, participate in Halloween? Is that right? That's kind of where... Mm-hmm. And because there's the evil notation behind it all i just keep getting stuck on the fact the idea it's like putting my six month old in a cute little chicken fuzzy costume <laughs> you know my son in a dinosaur costume that's inherently evil shouldn't like, you be not... shouldn't you be putting him in an airplane or is he past that already yeah i could put him in an airplane airplane costume is harder for him to keep on you know, a dinosaur is just a pants with a tail and a sweater with some spikes <laughs> on the top of the head. And you can go around saying rawr to everything. Airplane would have been better. Harder to keep on, though. But uh, do you know what I mean, though? Like, dressing young kids up in, like, costumes like that and take him to, you know, your friend's house and your parent's house or whatever to show off their costume and get a little treat. It's like, inherently, is that an evil thing? I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's kind of a communal event. Well, to a certain aspect, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily an evil thing. So I think there's some aspects of how that don't have to be evil. You know? That being said, are there aspects of Halloween that are 100% evil? I would say so. I would say there's some yeah. things there out there that are pretty pretty evil pretty creepy but um well here's i, I don't thing. want i don't want oh, this sorry. to boil down to subjectivity i guess that's my and maybe it mm. does boil down to subjectivity it's just hard to i don't want to i don't want to land there because it doesn't really give any answer to anything but i don't know so what do you mean by that well is it all just based on what you think and how you participate or don't participate in halloween 
you know, is it all whatever it means to you? Does <laughs> your Christian liberty allow you freedom to do whatever you want? Um, you know, and that can be led anywhere, right? Does my Christian liberty let me watch horror films? Oh, that was another thing I was thinking about, yeah. <laughs> or stuff like that, or does my freedom, Christian liberty allow me to practice on a Ouija board or whatever, right? Like, whatever I want to do. Um, I think our Christian liberties are li limited in what they should, what we should want to do. Um, and so I think in Halloween, it there's aspects of Halloween that we should avoid. You know, our haunted houses... You know, and and that's where it gets kind of tricky. Like, where do you draw the line of a is a haunted house good or bad for the Christian to go into? I don't know. I don't know what the right answer for all these things are, but it's definitely co more complicated than yes or no. I think. Yeah, it's interesting. Why do we like to be scared? <laughs> Why do we like to put ourselves through that kind of thing? It's an interesting part of our. Uh, psyche, or well, like our like our human human psyche. Yeah, kind of interesting. It is very interesting. Well, you look at like things like uh, movies and whatever. We we thrive off that kind of stuff. You know, we thrive off of people's pain, people's death. We thrive off of horror and and watching people die and all these things. Like mm -hmm. that, that stuff entices the human psyche, which is mind blowing when you think about it. You don't think yeah. about, uh, well, Squid Games, for instance. That was all oh. over the internet. I never watched it, but you know the premise of it, right? It's just people oh. dying. And it's like, it was huge. It's kind of like it was, the South Korean Hunger Games. I don't know. It was more huge. brutal. Hunger Games, Hunger Games is a good example, too. Like, I don't know why the human psyche just thrives on the death of people. It, it, it brings us an innate feeling inside us that we like to watch it. And it's just, it's a weird, we need someone who's like a psychiatrist not here to explain this to us. We're not smart enough or have credentials to talk about this, but it's just, it's so bizarre how those are the things that entice us and draw us in to the point where we want to watch, we want to engage. And I think haunted houses, you know, um, certain aspects of Halloween touch that, that feeling too. Like we want to experience this a little bit just to get to that point where, we have that adrenaline rush or that that thrill or that enjoyment out of it, which is very bizarre. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that that is an interesting discussion. How much violence is <laughs> too much. But anyways, um, I think this conversation about Halloween like if Christians should participate in it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before we started recording about, you know, we're just basically for our listeners talking about the spiritual realm mm -hmm. and how it is intersects with our <laughs> natural realm, quote unquote natural, mm -hmm. like the demonic. So I guess the issue I think for a lot of Christians is that Halloween, it's a dark it's a dark holiday, I guess. You, I don't know what to call it. Dark holiday, yeah. dark event. Well, how much of it is actually demonic? Obviously, an element of it. Where do we see that? Is another question. Like, where do we witness it? How do we witness it? We don't. We, it's 
spiritual realm is so difficult, I think, to know how to discern it, uh, to see, because I don't think you putting up decorations, Halloween decorations, like you're not going to, you're not really, are, are you inviting the demonic in, you know, is that taking right, place yeah. by you going de- trick or treating and you going to a house with these creepy decorations, even though you're wearing a, you know, a harmless costume, are you, uh, setting yourself up for demonic activity? And, uh, I don't, th- I don't think so. Um, because I, it's hard to know where they intersect, where the supernatural and the natural intersects. Yeah. Like, cause you could say, well, I'm putting up a Christmas tree. Christmas tree, you could argue, was originally... Well, it was. It was originally a pagan thing. Most of our Christian holidays were pagan events that we baptized. Does that mean we're inviting in pagan spirituality and demonic activity, if you want to go that far, by putting up a Christmas tree? No. Hmm. So anyways, what I'm saying is... what What I'm thinking, anyways, is that... Are... Is it an is it a, an event where you're inviting something in and uh, a demonic activity? There are things that definitely do open you up, like you said, a Ouija board. You know those kind of things. Yeah. Um, witchcraft. I mean, that's uh, condemned even in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So there's I, definitely a line to be yeah. drawn. But when it comes to, you know, I grew up with it. Uh, with how like participating in it, it was fun. I mean, I'm glad I don't have to. I'm sure I'll dress up again sometime, but uh, you know, it was fun to come up with something dressed up as Stephen Harper twice. It was fun, uh, well, and, and that's what I mean. Like, it's you don't have to dress up as a devil to go trick or treating, like, and that's that's the aspect that I think it can be relatively harmless. Um. But I think it's also how you approach the holiday too. Like for instance, you know, if I'm going to go out with my kids and they're really young, like you best believe I'm going to be praying over them as we go. Like, hmm. cause I don't, like you said, we don't really know where the spiritual and the physical realm intersect. Hmm. I'm not going to take the chance on my kids who don't understand that aspect yet. Right. Like, it's stuff like that. It's like, why is that not a permissible hmm. act? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's kind of my my take on it, but hmm. you know, it's yeah. do, we, do we really have? You know, it's not like we have to be afraid of these things as believers. So why 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 just isolate ourselves, not even be a part of it? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Spirit realm doesn't need a holiday to infiltrate your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like, so what what difference does it make at that point if I'm gonna dress my kid up as you know? cowboy and go to my parents house and get candy like what difference does it make then right like i don't know it's just my my opinion on that but hmm. i don't know it, it i can't help but think it's not as big of a deal as lots of people make it that being said i don't think i would yeah. ever like you said put a hanging skeleton from my tree outside <laughs> doing it like and that's just how I look at it. Is it all to each yeah. person their own? I don't know. Well, I mean, I 
because I think it's a, it really comes down to a matter. I mean, there is a line. Don't participate. Like, don't participate in outright demonic activity. <laughs> right. The Bible does say and, stuff about that. It doesn't say yeah. lots of things about Halloween specifically, but I mean, yeah, it does give things that Halloween does incorporate. So, because for you know, how is the this Christian freedom argument framed within? The Old New Testament is framed around sacrificial meat, which has a has a religious aspect to it. Then, and uh, and Paul says, "Yeah, you're free to eat it," and he seems to think, "Yeah, you can go eat it near the temple, even." Uh, but maybe don't if it's going to make you like. Don't do it. Invite. Don't invite your your brother who just came out of it or whatever. You know that kind of thing. So, with that being said, I would just think, okay, I have my opinion on this, but I don't want to judge what other people would do, even if I disagree with them. Because I think it's a fine thing. Like, I think there's a way to do this, to participate in this, where it's not crossing a line into something that's getting into the realm of the wicked. Uh, because it's also kind of a fun community thing. Like... I'm kind of sad that we, we don't like we live in an apartment, and so we don't have people coming to our door. Because I'd love to be handing out candy. I mean, where where I grew up, in the middle of nowhere, nobody came to our door, <laughs> and it'd be fun. Like it's just a, it just seems like a fun way to make a connection with people in the community. So yeah, totally. in that way, I think it's kind of neat, but. So then I guess should Christians be, should, I mean that, you could say no, no, Christians shouldn't, like the, at your church you shouldn't because of the overtones of it, but but at the same time, why not? Because it's a safe place to have something where you can say, you know, this is a fun thing, we're dressing up, we're getting together, and it's a community thing, and it's just a fun get-together. Right, but let's set one thing straight. A harvest festival is just a Halloween party. That drives me nuts when churches say, we're having a harvest festival. Everyone oh, dress up and come and hang out and play games. Like, no, you're having a Halloween party. You're dressing <laughs> up and eating candy cake. That's, that's what this is. This is not... Yeah, I was just thinking about Halloween horror movies. So, say for instance, you know, there are some that you probably shouldn't watch. But maybe there's a place for some to be watched. Like, have you ever heard of that movie? Oh, what's it called? Uh, Monster. Have you heard of the movie Monster House? Um, I don't think so. So, it's an animated movie about this house that's alive, and it like eats stuff <laughs> that lands on the on the driveway on the yard. And you have to be careful not to go on that yard so that you don't get <laughs> eaten by by this house. I was just thinking, okay, with that movie, it's a really, it was like scary to watch as a kid. And then watching it again, I haven't watched it in a few years, but it's like an interesting movie. It's a horror, it's kind of like a thriller, a bit of a horror movie. We find out that this lady, she's had all these issues and then they build this, she gets freed from the circus by this guy. Then they're building this house and she falls in and gets trapped by this 
concrete and then that's why the house is alive and uh so it's like you know this story about these kids like they're kind of they're kind of naive they're kind of stupid but it's kind of like this coming of age movie and and then uh and then the house gets destroyed and she's finally you know kind of set free from this and the husband can move on and it's uh you know like it's it's a scary movie but it's also you know is it because i've been listening to this fellow on you this catholic youtuber and he loves those old fairy tales and the fairy tales are have been sanitized by disney like apparently they're very creepy <laughs> and he likes horror stories because he thinks that it's kind of like helping he thinks that it's helping kids to uh process the horrors of the world in this safe place uh like to be aware that there's crap in the world and um so that's kind of what i'm getting at like are some of these movies like can they act as commentary in the world like in our culture where say with that movie it's a thriller it's a horror movie it's just been on my mind like as we're talking and i'm thinking you know that could be an interesting way about thinking you know people are looking for like people are trapped people are wanting uh to be free from the crap that they're facing like the world is a pretty bad place those kind of things i don't know but it takes a lot of discernment though because people just make movies to be movies so like squid game you know what was the point of it was it to say is is it to make a comment about society or is it just to make a gory show yeah, just entertainment value. I think, I mean, my thought is just entertainment value, but what do I know? I don't know anything. <laughs> that is an interesting point, though. I, I don't know where I stand with, you know, being an educational thing in the in the horror, or not horror, but thriller realm and, and the whole Disney thing you're talking about, but I don't know. That's, that's an interesting thought, that's for sure. But I don't know if I have much to say on that point as far as what I think because I never thought about it like that before mm -hmm. well I got one more topic if you want to talk about something else oh I want to hear it okay <laughs> so I think it started about the, I want to say 1990s um, so we've all heard of how haunted houses before we kind of know what those are have you Perry ever heard of a hell house uh, no maybe I have no Okay, let me explain this to you. So picture this. A church in the States, and in Canada, I'm sure. Primarily in the States. But churches have set up houses <laughs> alike haunted houses. Except the process in which you go through is supposed to be hell-ish. As if you were experiencing damnation. Oh. <laughs> no, no, you think it's bad now. It gets worse. It is an evan evangelistic goal, these hell houses. And so I was, I was so I listened to a podcast on these hell houses from, I'm going to say a non-Christian point of view, but maybe it was, I'm not, I'm not too sure, it's a little ambiguous. But anyways, so these houses are set up. You can actually buy hell housing starting kits. 
it's bizarre. And so, and so each one of these, and so you go through these process of rooms in this hell house that each have a dramatic reenactment of a sin that is supposed to scare you. So an example of it was like, um, what was it? It was like, uh, you know, I heard, I was reading a little bit like, you know, uh, a girl breaks up with her husband. So she goes on Tinder and finds someone else to date. She ends up being sexually exploited. And it's like, but it's not just like, but they don't make it like, it's not like a funny, like it's, it's horror-ish. You know, they have like an abortion room where it's like a reenactment of like, this is a board, like suicide room where people like are pretending to commit suicide. I heard one, like they did like a reenactment of like the Columbine school shooting, like, horrible things like they and they react reenact these things as a dram- dramatization to scare people and then at the end they go through this tunnel to a room of white light and the gospel's presented and i was like what is going on you never heard of these things it was, it's like the most bizarre thing you'll ever hear but it's crazy they 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 uh, i was reading an article on it and they said over 28,000 people went to one in I can't remember what state it was, in in but like in the last week of October or something, and I couldn't help but think, isn't that ludicrous? Isn't that crazy? We're speaking of like the Christians' reaction to Halloween, and I just can't help but think that's probably not the right reaction to Halloween. Anyways, do you have any thoughts on that? No, you never heard I don't of that before. So. You never heard of the Hell House? I don't think so. I might have. I don't know. Good thing the listeners can't see because my face was quite contorted. <laughs> well, the first time I was like, this is a whole podcast on and they're explaining what these things are and like, and what the point of them is. And it's like, it's supposed to evangelize the people and like show them uh, their ways are wrong. But I just like, it's very fire and brimstone kind of thing. Pretty bad. <laughs> But anyways, they play into the Halloween thing. Like I said, it's not... And like from what I understand, it's not like a a poorly done, like, you know, fluffy... It's like, apparently they're like gruesome and like graphic and like pretty disturbing, apparently. I don't know. But I was... I When I was reading and listening to like everything I've heard about them, they seem very scary. More scary than a haunted house, in my opinion. But... but uh, <laughs> Pretty weird. Anyways, all I have to that say, a I don't more think manipulative that manipulative than evangelistic. Yeah, hundred percent. But all I have to say, I think that is not the appropriate way a Christian should respond to Halloween. That's all. I, that's all I'm getting at by saying any of this. I think that's probably mm-hmm. one way in which we shouldn't respond. But mm. I thought it was appropriate mm-hmm. to bring it up in this episode because. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it. <sighs> I was I was kind of thinking maybe I shouldn't bring this up because we're running out of, we're past time here, but I'm going to bring it up anyways. So that's okay. Christianity, That's okay. Christianity Today, yeah, thank you. Christianity Today has its article about this new Netflix show about the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes, and yeah, that's taking it came there out. It came out quite recently, and what they argue in this article is that are are we perpetuating? You know, are we maybe not perpetual, but glorifying what he did? Because they they say they're trying to honor the memory 
of the uh, of the victims. And I heard this in a radio interview recently, and they said, "Well, why don't they make movies about the actual victims, not the the act of killing the victims?" And so I thought that was an interesting article, thinking about this whole thing about Halloween and the thriller genre, because it is a thriller show. This Dahmer right. drama, it's a drama. It's like they have an actor, and so like it sounds really interesting and that kind of goes back to why are we so interested in in these things why are we so interested in true crime in in fear in murder uh there's just something about us that finds those kind of things interesting and so you know is that something that we should avoid as well but it kind of comes down to it like it's kind of an ethical thing that he's saying, but is that the same as watching a fictional horror movie? Like, is that the same ethical dilemma since this is based on truth? So I don't know if that's, that's related, but I think, it, I think this is what this, this tells us. We need to get like a psychologist on here or someone who can actually explain. These Jordan Peterson. <laughs> oh, good grief. Don't even get me started. Jeez. We do. I think we do need someone on here who can kind of explain these things to us because there is something innately in our being that does entice us to these things. I think we need to know what. I'm sure there's some sort of, mm. you know, philosophical, psychological something in our being that tells us. Maybe yeah. Jordan Peterson will come on. I'm sure he has time. Well, he has opinions on everything, so yeah, he has time. Yeah. <laughs> even even the church apparently he's not even a part of. <laughs> He has an opinion on it, so yeah. You don't get a reference. Go listen to our episode on Jordan Peterson. Message to the ch- church. You understand. <laughs> so did well, you? Uh, I think that's you all partic- the time. We- did you? Did you participate in Halloween as a kid? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yep, I was a TV mm. one year. Just a big box over my head. <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. Well, it looks like I've lost Drew, but uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Please take a listen to our previous episodes uh, and let us know what you think about this particular topic. Should Christians participate in Halloween? What's the line? Uh, there are some things maybe that we can participate in and others that we shouldn't, just like everything in life. So let us know on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you could send us an email, send us a voice message on anchor.fm slash pondercast and until next week keep pondering